welcome to another episode of Multiverse Musings, the Midcast, and Gotham City Central, a Batman podcast. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and with me is my co-host, Stephen, a.k.a. Alfred Pennyworth. Stephen? Master Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I got the name, the, the podcast name right on the, on the second goal. I was very impressed. I suppose you remember it. We, we really should have had one show name from the start and just done, <laughs> today we're talking about this. <laughs> Yeah, should have, should have, could have, would have. I made yeah. logos for a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> so here we are with 10,000. Um, but. Got more names than Apollo Creed in Rocky Fall. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, <clears throat> but uh, today we have a special episode. We are. Uh, it's kind of our prep, pregame. Count, prep. I called it count, Countdown okay. 2. Yeah, it's our countdown to the Batman 89 uh, comic book series, uh, which, as we know, is uh, being is taking place after Batman Returns. Uh, and then it's going to tell us what uh, Michael Keaton's Batman's been up to since we last left him in 1992, and before we see him again in 2022. Yes, right? which we have some a little bit of news on which it'll probably yeah. be old news by the time it drops but well i mean it's a, it, we know it is what it is it's a picture so i mean yeah really uh it's not like we're breaking anything <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so what we what we thought we'd do is kind of well explain the concept Stephen, and then we'll talk about the news and then well, well the concept is and i came up with this so I, when they first announced the comics for batman um batman 89 and superman 78 yeah i thought let's do because there's always this argument, which is the better film. Let's do, and not against each other, but let's do Batman versus Batman Returns and Superman versus Superman 2. And uh, basically, we've come up with like an idea of like a scoring system. So we're going to kind of debate things like um, which one has the best Gotham City, you know, visually, which one has the best suit, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, we'll go through them all. There's, there's a few different ones. And each one will get a point. And then at the end, we'll definitively say... Right, because based on the the scoring system, da 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 is better than right. Da, da, da. So and yeah, and we're going to do one for the Superman <clears throat> um, one, which we'll probably do next month uh, to count down to the because both those comics are dropping at the around the same time out there in August. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then we'll be back reviewing the issues in yeah. August when they start. Yeah, uh, that's the plan. But there is news, uh, Stephen, uh, regarding. Michael Keane's return uh, to the role of Bruce <laughs> Danny Alfred did it better, but that's the best we could do. Uh, uh, but, so what, what's, what, what's the deal? What's going on in the world of, uh, of the Flash movie? So basically, uh, the director and the... Is it Muschietti or Muschietti? How do you, how do you pronounce the it? The way I pronounce it is Muschietti. No, I don't Muschietti, know. If, yeah. If he pronounces like it differently... The weapon? So he dropped an image of the basically the Batman symbol, the Michael Keaton, this one, the one from Batman Returns. Um, it's, on his ch- much, it's, it's the chest emblem. Yeah, it's not much different to what you've got in the background. You know, yeah. you know obviously Batman '89 had the extra kind of what would you call them, spikes or whatever. Or yeah, on it extra. for some reason. Never knew why, but I kind of like it at the same time. I think it's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, so we've got. We got an image of that, and it was very Watchmen styled with the blood 
droplet on, you know, like the the the, um, the you know the smiley face pin. Yeah, and so, which uh, the internet, as it always does, kind of went over the board. But we'll talk about that. Um, so, what was your thought? Because I was I sent you the image, and I'm like. Wait, the FO pattern. <laughs> well, I was away. I was awake, but you know, every, uh, my, my time for charging my phone is in the morning, and uh, so I was charging it. It was off, and uh, and then I I woke up. I know up, what happened. Uh, and then he got to his phone and he dropped his pancakes. <laughs> no, but what it was slow was, motion. It was well, actually that was it was, yeah, for, Sunday, it was like it was like a Zack Snyder Watchmen scene. It went in slow motion. <laughs> it wasn't pancakes that morning, sadly. That's only reserved uh, for weekends. You know, so, okay. Um, but, That's Russell Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, well, it was funny because usually in, the, in the, when I go to our messages, we I have individual messages set up with Stephen mm. and, and Donnie, and then we have a group chat where we have. And so what I noticed first was I, Stephen had changed the picture of the group chat. And I said, "What is that? It looked that whatever that is, you know." It's oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm like, "What is that? It looks familiar, but what the hell is that?" And so I click on it, and I click, on it and I'm like, what, 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 what? I'm like, what? what? That seems new. And then I went to his, <laughs> uh, to our solo group chat, and I had a, a bigger screenshot. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is, this yeah. and you explain what it was. And I was, I mean, I started hyperventilating like I did again when Michael Keaton was cast, and we we had the. It was the uh, man, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it's. I think it's. I like that it's it's clearly the emblem is is the Batman Returns one yeah. because it doesn't yeah. have the you know those extra, that extra you know, point. Mm. Um, but what I find interesting is the bit of the top of the the suit that we can see. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> that was that was very different. Wanted to. Yeah, like the shoulder. I guess the, it's the the shoulder area, the top of the shoulder area. Mm. Yeah. It's far more armored than Batman Returns. Uh, so, what I think you and I and most of people with common sense on the internet have kind of assumed is that this updated suit that Michael Keaton is going to wear in The Flash is a hybrid of his Batman Returns costume and the Kingdom Come comics costume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Straight away, I thought it looks like some, and I almost wonder if it's to make it a bit easier for Keaton to get it on because I imagine they'll wear something underneath and it'll kind of sit on top. Yeah. So I think it'll probably make it you know easier for him. And plus, you know, what how old is he now? Seventy or something? He's yeah, not. Yeah, sixty-nine. Yeah. He probably doesn't want to be getting in the suits he wore in eighty-nine. Oh, return. definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been the exact same one. No, because... but. Even the one that Ben Affleck wears, I can't imagine wearing a Westmall out because this way I was thinking, well, they can really do it. So if it's something that they could literally just take it off. Yeah. You know, while, oh, while he's well, not. I mean, like I said, they just need a portion of it and then the rest yeah. they can fill in with CGI like, you know, Iron Man does. Yeah. Um, well, that's how they did the, the Dark Knight Returns armor, didn't they, in BBS? That was, it was pretty much, it was a suit, but they filled the rest in, didn't they, with had yeah, the detail yeah, on, yeah. on the. And CGI, yeah. so yeah, I think what it'll be, it'll be something more comfortable, and then the details, yeah, will be filled in via CGI. But, um, but yeah, I like that it's a combo, or it seems to be a combo of Batman Returns and Kingdom Come because I don't yeah, think, I think it's a great idea. You, you can't have Michael Keaton come back and not put him in something familiar, 
like, no offense, but I'd be disappointed <coughs> if it was a straight-up Kingdom Come. Yeah, I would too, yeah. You need, you need the yellow emblem when it's Michael Keaton. Yeah. You just need it. That's his bat, bat symbol. So so, so I'm, I'm on board with the little bit that I've seen uh, from it. Um, I need a full this... shot of him in it now. Well, that's what I was... I was you know, Okay, I was tapping the table like, all right, where's the rest of it now? Let's go. Come on. Come on, Andy Muschietti or Barbara. In good time, in good time. And by the way, let me just... I want to clarify something because I keep seeing it. Andy and Barbara Muschietti are not a married couple. They're brother-sister, damn it. I keep seeing it online. Oh, they're a couple producing you. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah. They're brother and sister. And if they are, that's that's illegal, guys. Yeah. Stop that. That's ridiculous. Uh, Don't do that. Uh, it ain't right um, but um, yeah I, I noticed that because I, I thought I assumed they were a married couple from the start and then I found out they were brother and sister and I'm like alright so I got that wrong yeah. and then I see people still saying things and I'm like you know duh. it's like when it's like when people say you know, Christopher Reeves and not Christopher Reeves oh well I, I, did you see my post about it I was yeah, so I like angry it happened like three times that day and I'm like right, right, right that's it but it's been like, <laughs> like we've known this since 1978 can we correct it right? like come on people <laughs> I mean it, it, not, it baffles me it's not, but, but, maybe so, George confuses him <laughs> yeah um, but um, no so yeah I do like the image uh, I, I like what we're you know what we're seeing so far and the assumption that it leads to in terms of the blood spatter and people making the comparison mm. to Watchmen and the button, which is the button was essentially the Batman and Flash crossover that led to that fed into uh, Doomsday Clock. Yeah, um, I'm seeing some people are like, "Oh, people are thinking this is Flashpoint, but it's actually Doomsday Clock." And I'm like, "Folks, we've got to remember something about superhero movie adaptations, and that is." Usually, they're not a hundred percent book to screen adaptations. I don't think they're, they're none of them are really, unless it's like watching the film, that's different. But... Uh, the, the film watch, but, but even that, the, you know, the ending was massively changed. Yeah, um, deviations, yeah. The only one that's been, I think, a direct adaptation, like in the truest sense of the word, at least from what I know about it, is 300. Yeah, well, that. That that's a specific story in it as well. Like you've got Batman Begins, and that's like year one. You know, well, and a few other stories. You know, a lot of the Denny O'Neill stuff. You know, the Dark Knight takes that original Joker story, and then take, mixes it in with the film Heat and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, BVS takes the death of Superman and Batman versus uh, sorry, and the Dark Knight Returns, and kind of meshes yeah. them together. Yeah. They, you, you don't get. I was t- talking to somebody the other day, and they were kind of getting on the high horse about Flashpoint, and I said it's not a literal adaptation, and what yeah. they might do is. They might, they might have seen something in Doomsday Clock or, or any Watchmen comic and gone, oh, I like that. Let's put it yeah. in next because we can right. make it work. Yeah, but I don't exactly. think they're going to be like, you're not going to get Dr. Manhattan coming up. And, well, you yeah. might do, but you probably won't. But, you right. know, I can't see that happening anyway. So. But, and even with the Flashpoint commentary, it's not Flashpoint. I mean, there was a point, a lot of points, but there was a point in time <laughs> where it was Flashpoint, but then the story changed. Yeah, it, it's been various different Flash stories. And then right. the one they're doing now is kind of like, I will not say a hybrid of everything, but it's kind of like the, 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 
It, it's an original story. Well, I think they have taken bits from different scripts that yeah, they yeah. like. And, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, but what? But it's an original story in it, based on other stories, which is what. Bart yeah, there there are flashpoint elements, yeah. and here's the fly. Here, I'll tell you the main flashpoint element is he's going back in time to save his mother. Shenanigans yeah. ensue. There's the flashpoint. Well, one a good example, Aquaman. It's kind of Throne of Atlantis, but it's not. Yeah. It's, t- it's very, very much. If you read Throne, because I've got Throne of Atlantis, right? You read Throne of Atlantis. It's very much. It's not. It's yeah. not exactly the same. There's a lot of differences, but in the yeah. end, kind of the same. It's kind of the same sort of beats. It, it's, I just think so, I think people need to get this literal adaptation. Yeah, pe- people. People have this, especially when they get angry about it. Yeah, there seems to be this hard on where oh, but but it's Flashpoint, but they're not using. They're not using Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Now, yeah, that's a good I, thought, example, yeah. look, I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, okay, as an actor. If they were doing a literal translation of Flashpoint, would I have liked to see him as Flashpoint Batman? Sure, it makes sense, right? Because he played Thomas. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I've seen I've seen those tweets. Well, at WB, I actually thought it was better to have, to have Michael Keaton over Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And my, my response internally is, yes, and they made the right call, and here's why. I know who Flashpoint Batman is and what that means. You know what Flashpoint Batman is and what that means, right? Everybody that's read a comic book has, that's read Flashpoint, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, everybody that's read Flashpoint knows what that is. But you know what's going to happen if the general public sees Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Dressed in a Batman costume? Okay. It's some people may know Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You, you know, you may have supernatural stands who know him as the Winchester's father, or you have Walking Dead stands who know him as Negan. But there's no emotional connection for the general audience. Yeah, I mean, you're right. For hardcore yeah. Batman versus Superman fans, they, of course they'll know. But the general audience is going to see him and say, okay, whatever. Well, the public go, oh, is he Batman now? There'll be like another Batman, right? Yeah. Like, or oh, somebody else got a cat. Whereas it's a different animal when you bring in Michael Keane. And what Michael Keane does is everybody and their mother. My, okay, my 90-year-old grandmother doesn't, you know, won't know who Michael Keane is now, especially <laughs> because her mind is, is unfortunately not what it used to be but for conversations yeah or commentary my 90 year old grandmother if i put a picture of michael keaton as batman in front of her she'd probably know you know she could probably yeah, yeah. wrangle who that is so it just hits differently michael keaton playing an alternate yeah batman than jeffrey dean morgan it makes more sense from a from a, a filmmaking standpoint and it resonates with more with a general audience. Yeah, right? and this, this is what I always say, like when people get angry, like I know I've known people who love a lot of the Rings books who hate the movies because they change things, and I'm like, you've got to remember, while something may work in a book or in this case a comic book, it may not work in the film because people have yeah. to kind of be trained up. I I think one day we will get literal adaptation. I think they'll make a Dark Knight Returns one day and stuff like that. I think they'll do those kind of stories. Sure, but. There'll probably be one of special things where it'll be like the Joker. Yeah, it's like its own thing. Yeah. It won't, it won't like follow on from something else. So. Yeah. No, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I, 
I mean, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and you were kind of moaning about Flashpoint, and I said, I don't want to watch a film where I know everything that's going to happen. I mean, there are films like that I do watch, like Watchmen, but I don't want that every time. I'd rather go in and detect elements of different stories and make something fresh of it, because that's the whole point of t- retelling stories. In this case, you retell it, you sort of retelling Flashpoint. Yeah. You're doing it, you're giving it a fresh coat of paint, so... And also, if they were going to do Flashpoint in the literal sense of the word, they would need... Like, it would be a borderline Justice League movie. And you need to have really set it up, like, that story, a specific story. And you'd also need assurances that people like Ben Affleck would want to continue. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which, you know, it's more leaning to the Flash being, despite what somebody's hand tells you, uh, about, you know, locations being scouted and such. Uh, they, you know, the Flash... Well, I, thought is, was, I thought it was uncles in catering. <laughs> yeah, his aunt, uncle, I don't know which relative it is. <laughs> you know, grand, great-great-grandma, who knows who works there for... I had somebody tell me to STFU over there because I said, I questioned those particular people. Yeah. And I said, and he, he said they were going to mute me and I thought, it's because he knows I'm right because I'm like... They said there were scouting locations for uh, the, uh, the Ben Affleck solo Batman. We've heard nothing. They said Paul's not stopped and all that. All this other stuff, right? None yeah. of it's come true. None of it. So I, I, You know what? I honestly hear, part of me thinks the studio's like, all right, what are they saying? We're going to do the exact opposite. Just <laughs> yeah, probably. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so this, like Ryan Reynolds is Hawkman. That was the best one. And then it turned oh, out yeah. it was Aldous well, Hodge. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no way yeah. that we're looking at. There's no way they were looking at uh, Ryan either, 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 either Ryan Reynolds got a massive facial reconstruction and a tan to the nth degree, or it's not Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, but no, so my point, my point is, you know, all things point to this being Ben Affleck's goodbye. Well, if that's the case, you can't really do a, a straight-up adaptation of Flashpoint, can you? No. Yeah. Right. It's oh. interesting though because um, Sandberg mentioned something about this. Somebody said, "Oh, like which DC product team I was looking forward to?" And he said, "The Flash." And he said, "They're doing some really crazy stuff with it." And I think there's going to be a ton of surprises in this film. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no doubt there are other people that we don't know about involved in this thing. Well, not even just <laughs> that. I, yeah, well, I think it'll be in it. I honestly yeah. think I think some of us think it's going to go down a certain path, and I think it's going to completely. Take like a 180 and not not do as I quote. I think it's going to do well, what, what I think what what I'm that's why I am taking the tact of I'm going to watch it and then assess where the universe could potentially mm. go after I've seen it. The only thing that I want, and I don't I don't care how they achieve this, is more Michael Keaton as Batman, which I think is a foregone conclusion regardless. Oh but yeah, whatever way they go. If he doesn't end up in that background project, you'd be surprised. I'm willing to sell part of my comic collection. Uh, <laughs> See, know, I, so. something I think it could do, and again, this is speculation on my part. Instead of re sort of resetting that timeline, it opens the door to the multiverse. Like it opens the branches. well. That's what this movie has has already announced that it's going to do. Is that it's yeah, open- but like. Leave off that way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't think they're going to open. Down. I don't think they're going to open and then close the multiverse in the same movie. No, and I hope they don't because the the thing about the Arrowverse when they close the multiverse, which I'm starting to think might have been, they might have been told to have to. 
Um, I think it's kind of damaged it a little bit. Yeah. In some ways, because I think one of the best things about the Flash was they could go to these other worlds, and and now we can't. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's never hit. Right. No, but but yeah, I'm excited, yeah. man. Batman Returns yeah. logo and all that. I'm just like, show me the cowl now. Oh yeah, I gotta see it. Even if it's not on Keaton's head, just show me it so I can see it. <laughs> no, I want to see a, I want to see a still of him in the Batcave. I do with, too, but with the costume on display. I oh, he didn't like in, a, in a display it, case. Like he's looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. With the Batcave. Like, he's like, it's time to sue out. <laughs> I mean, Jamie of Holy Batcast fame will not like that. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah. no, but just the idea of okay, it's time to suit up again. You know. Yeah. Remember when he told Vicky Vale, uh, you know, I would like to, but I gotta go to work. You know, he's out there right now. Love that bit. That's my favorite bit of that film. Speaking of that film, it's a good segue. See, if I lived in Gotham, <laughs> Gotham would be screwed because if I was with Vicky Vale or Cowboy, <laughs> no, nobody's getting saved by my account. Get out, get it. Figure it out yourself. See, I'd have a Robin just to send them out and say, okay, I'm busy. <laughs> Train them up really good so they can't get me and up. Yeah, you take care of this crap. I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you should just have a team of Robins and yeah. they don't have to do anything. And if one dies, well, yeah, well the next one <laughs> You go down the street to save and they're just carrying you on one of those things. You're know, just laying there with grapes, making yeah. with grapes. Yeah, I remember <laughs> King Pat from the 66. Yeah. 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 But it's bapped up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're ready to do his uh, verses. Let's do it. We like doing like a little thing with a VS. <laughs> yeah, or a V. Or a V. Well, it ain't a court case, but... <laughs> yeah. well, I mean... The people versus <laughs> Batman and Batman Returns. <laughs> so, we are going to go down... I've got... Hang on a minute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine categories here, what we're going to go through. And we're going to talk a little bit about each one, and then we're going to decide between us which one I think is better. Um, right. There's certain things I couldn't do. Like I, I would have loved to have done like the car and the car and the cave and the cave. But while the caves are different, I don't think they're different enough to kind of differentiate. That, yeah. That, like if it was the Batman car, the car Batman is Forever, definitely not different. Yeah. It's the same car, isn't it? <laughs> but like if you did Batman and Batman Forever, then you can yeah. It, the, the caves and the cars are just like night and day. And maybe one day we'll expand that. We'll expand the battle. But for the purposes of this show. We'll do Batman Forever vs. Batman and Robin. Batman Forever wins in all categories, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> End of episode. Batman Forever is way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the nine categories. So what's going to happen is we're going to award a point to each one. Then at the end, I'm going to count on the points. Although you'll be able to probably tell what gets a point. And then we're going to definitively, definitively, it's just a bit of fun, guys. Don't get angry in comments. Well, show them your chart, your little chart. You, you did the logo, you got to show them. I did there. the logo and everything. So this is my chart where I'm going to put that. the scores. I haven't, draw, I haven't written down the things on it, but I didn't want to. Look at the high-end so, production value we got to go Yes, yes. It's almost like the note in it. Yeah. It gets in bottom returns. Yeah. I'm sorry, right. what does it say? So they're not, they're, not, they're not coming or something. And he's like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman! <laughs> That poor man must have scared the crap out of that monkey. Yeah. <laughs> right then. Do you know what? If, you, if this was a battle of innuendos, Battle Returns would win hands down. Oh, uh, you know, I watched it last night and I was pissed by Pat's laughing. Every time I'm paying it off. He's so funny, man. He's absolutely brilliant. Right then. So, we're going to go down which is the better. We're going to start with Gotham City. So, Adam, take it away. We've got Anton first, Gotham. I can't remember who the guy was who did the Gotham Battle Returns. 
So Anton first said they passed away, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Oh, I'll Google it while you talk through there. But I just think, t- to me, the the Gotham City in Batman feels more expansive. Like, it has more yeah, weight to yeah. it. Uh, like, it's been lived in. Like, it's been, you know... Um, as a viewer, you, you get transported there as if you could walk around, you know, you know, touch the buildings, you know, stuff like that. Whereas when you're watching Batman Returns, as cool as it looks, it seems more limited, more confined to you know, certain just one or two areas. Yeah, it's almost like when you start Smallville on it and they're always on that same street. <laughs> right, exactly. And... Um, and um, it feels like a set. Whereas... Yeah, I believe, wasn't Batman 89 built on the back lot, on the outdoors? Yeah. But Returns was in the soundstage, wasn't it? So they could recreate yeah. the snow and the, the, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the Gotham City in Returns is a bit more... It's like very... Uh, with the big statues, it's very like German, you know, expressionist and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the other one's more, it is more gothic. I mean, I think I think the Gotham in '89 is the best Gotham we've had personally. Um, so it's the best Gotham in the history of Gothams, is what you're saying. The best Gotham in the history of Gotham. So for me, <laughs> this was always going to win the point. So, yeah. but I do like the returns one in some respects. But it, like you say, it does feel like there's the shop, there's <laughs> there's the street. There's, there's, yeah, the, there's the sewers. There's the sewers. There's Shrek in the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not very... Um, in fact, I think they're walking down the street later and it's literally walking past where he, you know, shot the... As Batman shot the thing behind and, you yeah. know, knocked out the, the goon. So, one of those in it. So, we're giving a point to 89 then? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so it's even like... It's even like when you see the, the manor. It's like, did you down, did you downsize between films? Like, what happened? <laughs> It's going to look different again in a flash, so... <laughs> but it'll look closer to the first one. Probably, yeah. Because they'll, they'll make sure of it, aren't they? At least in Bottom Begins, you know, no one had the sense to burn it down, so then they were rebuilt it in Rises. It, yeah, it had to look... <laughs> yeah. Right then, so now we're going to go on to Suit, and I think this is where things are going to get really interesting, because there are elements of both suits that I think were better, you know, than the other, but... So, 89 versus Returns, it's the suits. Obviously, we've got a different style of bat on the bat logo there's some extra like spikes yeah. or whatever you want to call them points yeah um and i believe and i and the armor in batman 89 is a bit more it's a bit more molded you know like around his muscles where the one in returns is almost like mechanical you know it's got like the almost like a fan where it's got like the slots yes you know, like the blinds so you can pull it up so so yeah so what what would you go for on the this you know I believe '89 though they had less time than they did on Returns. Like, because I believe if you watch Returns, the the, the cowl's a lot more sleeker in it than in '89, and I think they had more time to build than they did on the first. Yeah, one, so. yeah, which makes sense. But um, yeah, this hard this one. Isn't it? This I is... I do have an answer, which is my favorite, but I never should just say it. Uh, yeah, if you want. Yeah, I, I like '89 better. I like the bat logo from Returns better. I wish I'd, I'd put that one on it, but I think I prefer the way the cape attaches. I, 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 I don't mind the cape going in. It's very much comes out of the emblem, and I, I, yeah, 
He looks fine, and but I think the cowl is sleek. He's a lot better on in returns because it, it fits his head a lot better. Yeah, the cowl. I like the cowl better in the way it looks. Yeah. And fits. But um, then I think I always think, well, if he's supposed to have like him, him and Alfred are supposed to have made it. I kind of like that it doesn't fit perfect yeah. as well. So I like the bodysuit um, from '89 better. Yeah, I do because the other one looks a bit. It just it's just a bit off about it, isn't it, with the way. It, because from far away, right, it gives the impression that it's, you know, one of Joker's goons, like, you know, what is he at first? Is he some kind of... Yeah, yeah. Only when they get up closer, they're like, oh, it's body armor. But before that, it kind of seamlessly melts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where from far away, in the shadows, you really get the impression. Is this a Yeah, time? yeah, yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> On the roof. <laughs> yeah. And so... But yeah, the cow is better in returns. Um, I I do like. While I like the '89 oval, there's something about that returns one that just yeah. pops a little more. Um, I kind of like that it kind of swapped it. It kind and I think this you saw the artwork for the comic, didn't you? Coming up where she had hold of it, it it's yeah. like implies that he's like got rid of that one and. Because she had the old emblem, didn't she, from 18? But, yeah, but it's funny, though, because the comic feels kind of like a hybrid of mm. the Batman and Batman Returns. Well, that, that's kind of what we'd want, wouldn't we? We'd yeah, want... Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of works, doesn't it? So... Um, but, yeah, on the whole... Didn't he have Nikes in 89 as well? I think he had Nikes, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, but, yeah. I, but and, and again, you can't really tell. I like tell. the Nikes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, I no, yeah. But I think that makes sense. Like I, I believe he did it in uh, the one it's of the other Spider Man's. He had he had these trainers, didn't he? And I'm like, that's what you do because they're comfortable to wear. It's more functional. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you look at returns, if you look at the scene, you know, in the back closet when he's changing. The why boots, does he get the why does he get the middle one? I've never understood why he goes for that. What's wrong with the ones at the front? I'm guessing he just did mini 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 more and they land them in the middle. You know, know what it was really? That was in perfect shot for the camera. <laughs> Yeah, that was the real answer. <laughs> but no, like, um, if you look in, when he's getting the, the pieces of the costume, the boots had a bat logo embedded on the on like the shin area. Was that in Returns? Yeah. So it's a bit. There's a bit too many bat logos going. And I'm like, and I'm like, why? Like, why does it need to be there? Yeah. Like, didn't we have this debate in Superman Returns? Yeah, well, that, his boots got more S's on than. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's got more S's than the cape ever has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the cape never has any anymore. Um, so yeah, what what we're we giving the point to? What what's your? Because my answer is eighty nine. Yeah, the, the, I guess for, I I go with eighty nine. It was uh, close though, wasn't it? It's a very close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Returns is yet to score a point then so far. But, that'll, that'll but, but we both agree we like both suits. So it's yeah. not like we don't like one of those. It's the same with the Gotham. I, I, like, I like the Gotham in Returns. Just, I just think the 89 one's superior. Like, whereas this, I don't think it's well, you superior. Know, well, you, hold on. You said, you said 89's got the best Gotham, but in reality, I think Gotham, the show, has the best Actually, interpret- yeah, I once said this on an, uh, there was a discussion about the best Gotham, and I said I liked Gotham because it merged the worlds of Burton and Nolan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it worked. And, it and I, think that, I think that's what Reeves is going to do, which is... That, Matt, yeah, well, Matt Reeves, not Christopher Reeves, because Christopher Reeves doesn't exist, folks. 
Well, there might be someone in the world called Christopher Reeves, but he's right. not Superman. <laughs> right then, so we're moving on to a, a big one. Again, I, I, I'm struggling to see the... Um, this is going to be an interesting one. Superhero intro. So this is the moment Batman enters the film. So we've got the discussion with the guys about Johnny Gobbs on the roof um, where Batman arrives. But he does arrive and get shot straight away. Literally, <laughs> gets shot in two seconds. Or... There's the intro in Returns where he basically soups up, and you can count when he's sat in. He's like sat in there as Bruce Wayne. No, he's, about wait, he's just waiting. He's just yeah. waiting. Like I got nothing else to do. And the I, signal that <laughs> all these other uh, things. What does he do if he's got friends around and then signals start coming on the like, Yeah, but realistically, how many, <laughs> how many people has he got coming on sure, with sure. Um But. The the intro. So he's in the car, isn't he? And he sort of arrives during the what are the what, what are they called the the red triangle the tree, gang like, with the red triangle gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he kind of arrives there and kind of kicks some that sets a guy on fire. Uh. Yeah, sets a guy on fire. I love the move that he does with the clown that's holding Selena hostage. That's a great he's, moment. Yeah. And, yeah. And he's like, "You miss," and he's like, and he just nails him in the yeah. butt. And it's like, yeah, that's that's. And that's badass Batman. And like, yeah, he does, his brilliant. facial expression doesn't change. Catwoman's or, or Selena's talking and he's just looking at her like, are you done? Because I, yeah, yeah. I gotta get out of here. But the, the moment he arrives and the music kicks in and you see him in the car, that's such a cool yeah, a cool moment, isn't it? But then you got 89 and he comes down in the background behind that's him. That's the thing. It's like, ugh. It's such a cool moment, isn't it? And then obviously you get the great I'm Batman, which is the greatest I'm Batman scene in the history of I'm Batman scenes, in my opinion. <laughs> I, Where I he hangs agree. the guy off the roof and he's like, I'm not going to kill you, I want to tell your friends. I, I would me. agree with that, I would agree with that. So it is a difficult, I think this is more difficult than I thought it was going to be. An, because... Okay, so as an action sequence, Returns is better. Yeah. But as just for the sake of intro, yeah. that swooping down is... I mean, so how are so if if you're if you're asking the best opening action sequence or intro? Well, intro for me, I I kind of took the scene as a whole, so it's kind of like the first moment you kind of meet meet the character, and then you kind of get the, that that scene with him. So for yeah. me, it's kind of the um, Batman scene, so it kind of is a bit of an unfair advantage in that respect. But at the same time, you actually think about coming in and kicking major. Ass. That's bad. Returns man. does, you know, because he literally comes in this and gets a bloody shot. <laughs> he right, does so based, to... based on the fact that he gets shot, I'll give it to Returns. Yeah, okay, let, let's go for the moment he intro. Oh, but when he comes down behind her and they don't know he's there. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. see what I mean? I mean, man, this, these movies are so good. Do you know what? I'm going to give it to Returns as well, just based on the music, because we get the <laughs> Batman theme there where we don't get it there. So I'm going to yeah. slightly give it to that. I do think my favorite when it comes down. Oh my god! We'll give it to returns because we're not we're not including the Iron Batman scene because I think that's a bit unfair because it's yeah, that's, we're yeah. just including the moment they arrive. So thankfully we're not doing this for the for the Spider Man movie because he don't have a he don't have a scene in the uh, Tobey Maguire. He doesn't have a scene where he debuts, does he? He just he just, he just suddenly has a montage. It's like all right, where's your where's your moment? Where's your that's montage. Well, the moment is really the kiss between MJ, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, yeah, it's good seeing that. Do you know what, though? Danny Elfman again in that. You know, do you know what, actually? 
That'll be a good Marvel. I'll come on for that. I'll do a Marvel one. We'll do Spider Man vs Spider Man Two. We'll do Spider Man vs Spider Man Two because that that'll be a good one. And I think those films feel very. They remind me of this and Superman. They're kind of like a mixture. Like they've got that. They've got oh, the. Oh yeah. Well, you could the see New that. York. Raimi was going in terms of structure. Was definitely going for Superman. Yeah. Franchise. But even like the obviously probably because Elfman does the music as well. But even like the uh, you know with the scene the scene talking about with Mary Jane. That feels very much like a set they would have used in Batman, doesn't it? You know, the... Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Right then, so it's 2-1 now. So moving on to villain. So this is where it gets interesting. Now, we could have done this two ways because there are <coughs> multiple villains in... I suppose in both films, because even, there's even the mob guys in the first one. And in Returns, you can kind of say Christopher Walken's kind of maybe the main villain. Yeah. But it's going to be the Joker versus the Penguin. So two very, very good performances. Two very, very... Great character. You know, the one thing you can say about these old Batman films is that the villains were probably the stars. Were of the fantastic. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even even in Batman and Robin, I think Uma Thurman's good as uh, Poison Ivy. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. She's to me. You ask me, she's the best part of that and, movie. And it may be a cartoon character as Mister Freeze, but I think if he'd have actually had a better script, I think he could have been a great. Uh, well, I character. think so. I think he could have done yeah. it decently. Yeah. Maybe Tommy Lee Jones in forever, is But anyway. That's when we'd have to do villains versus villains. So we're going to do the Joker versus... From the first so, villain to the last. Yeah. Yes. Jack Nicholson's Joker versus Danny DeVito's Penguin. So I guess we should talk about the characters first and then come to a... Sure, yeah, 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 sure. Now, um, I often say, when someone asks me my favourite Joker, and a lot... The, the obvious answer usually is Heath Ledger, but for me, I think Jack Nicholson is still my favourite. I just think... He's got something that Jack Nicholson feels like more like the comic book mm. iteration. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, and did did what did you think? So obviously, I mean, did you watch this? Was this the first Batman thing you ever saw, or had you seen other things? I had seen Sixty Six when I was younger. Yeah, but this was the first big screen movie I'd ever seen. All right, okay. That because obviously, remember. we we're not we're probably. I know we're not the same age, but we're probably both not old enough to think, like, if somebody watched this now, they'd be like, what, the Joker's, like, got all these, he's Jack Napier and he's got this whole backstory, because the Joker never really had a backstory, did he? But they kind of made one for the film. And I always kind of like, I like that he was Jack Napier before he was... Well, see, back in the day, I mean, I think we're only a year apart, though, Stephen, I'm not sure. But, yeah. yeah, you're older than me, don't forget. <laughs> this is my last episode. <laughs> Uh, tell Jarvis I'm hiring. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to him, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the shoe fits. Uh, anyway, um, but no, I, uh, I never. Maybe again, I stepped away. Well, I wasn't really reading Batman comics mm. at the time. No, I wasn't either. This was one of the first things I saw. So, so. like, I never got. And also, it was six. So. So you won't give it. You won't give it. I it's like when we watched yeah. Masters of the Universe. You didn't care that he won Prince Adam. You just cared he was He-Man, didn't you? So in the I film, was more, I was more yeah. gutted that he, he was. Where was Battle Cat? That was my. Yeah, my, yeah, but still, thirty-seven years later, I'm like, where was? I don't care. <laughs> budget, no budget. Where was he? Um, he found um, out a lot of crap. But so I didn't care. Like to me, I was six. <laughs> 
I didn't know that the Joker was supposed to well, have this. What about now then? What about now? What? How do you feel now? But do you kind of like that he has a backstory? And what do you think of his backstory? Do you think it works? And uh, look, I like his backstory and the fact that he killed—he's the one responsible for the Waynes. I can get behind that. I I understand it from a film. You know, we talked about the filmmaking point of view when we talked about the Flash movie. Yeah. You know, Tim Burton obviously thought he'd wrap everything up into like a nice little bow. And I kind of think it kind of made sense from that perspective. I mean, I think a bet, maybe a better thing would have been if he was like the accomplice of, but that's me talking about I know. But I think it, I do think it works. And I remember um, as a kid when I found, because I think I knew this before I knew the original story. Yeah. I just thought the Joker killed his parents. That was... Yeah, I mean, it was the same for me. I'm like, all right, the Joker did it. But, you know, people kind of get annoyed about this kind of stuff. And I always think, well, you've got versions of it where, like, and same with the Joker origin. You've got versions where there is no origin. Why not have one with an origin? And if yeah. it did kill the Wayne, so what? And in a way, you think about the Yaquin Phoenix Joker film. While he doesn't kill the Waynes, he's responsible for the Waynes. Yeah. It's kind of like they paid homage. I think, I think they probably did pay homage. Probably, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But so I, I, I think it adds something to their relationship. Yeah. So I quite like it. And again, I think Batman's the type of character that even if he was able to confront his parents' killer, mm. he would continue on as Batman. Yeah, because it's not about closure for him, is it? It's about making sure what happened to him doesn't happen to anyone right. else. Right, yeah. So it's not, it's not like... That, that's one of my problems with the Dark Knight trilogy is that he's looking for a way out. I'm like, Batman should never... He, he wants to be Batman to stop what happening, happening to someone else. So that's kind of my issue with those films. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then you've obviously got Dan DeVito's Penguin and Burton went full Burton and it's kind of like a creature yeah. in a sense. Again, though, I kind of think it works and makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like a bizarro Tarzan story, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very bizarro Tarzan story. Right. Um, <laughs> my babies! <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite comments was, you know, when, when Shrek is, is uh, convincing him to run from there, and the two assistants are there, and he bites the nose, and she's off tending to that guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, oh, we need somebody to take over his mirror to fill the void, you know. Yeah. And he's like, I'd like to fill her void. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was thinking about uh, the water. I, I almost he's choked. got some brilliant lines in uh, there. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, he's not wrong, uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> Catwoman's like, I wouldn't touch you to scratch you. You lied. You gave me all the signals. <laughs> Well, the best is when he first comes in and he's, he's lying, lying there. He's like, just, just pussy, uh, I've been looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, I won't say the word, but yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no. I can't uh, believe Burton got wearing. No wonder parents went mad. I love the fact that as a kid that went right over my head. Now I know. It's, uh, now it's the funniest thing in the world. But yeah, uh, and again, both actors give it their all, don't they? They're both really good like in the roles. And the difference is you kind of feel, for me anyway, is that you kind of feel sorry for Penguin. Yeah, because he's obviously... Like, had his, parents, had, had his parents not dumped him in the sewer. But at the same it, time, they almost make out like he's born evil because he eats the cat and stuff. And Maybe maybe Burton shouldn't have done that. Maybe that's the one thing he should have 
avoided. But I guess they had to show you somehow that he was kind of a, a freak, to put it blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and no, I suppose, you know... Sorry, go on. No, go, on, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say, in a way, again, he, he, his whole life he's kind of, you know, treated as an outcast, and then Christopher Walken finally kind of brings him in, but it's it's for his own gain, and it? it's not for... So he gets yeah. used, and then he obviously... He decides to go bad again, doesn't he? Because he kind of thinks this I'm better off bad, basically. <laughs> yeah. But it's um it's a very tragic story. And like you said, the Joker is just he's just a he's just a piece of shit, and he's not a he's a horrible person before he gets turned into the Joker. Yeah, and I mean he, he was he was he was having an affair with his his over a woman. Boss is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that though because he's kind of like you know. We were partners in crime, and you got me killed because of a woman. And it's kind of almost like, even though he kind of disrespected sleeping with his girl, he's kind of like, oh, that, just because I slept with your girl, you know what I mean, that type of thing. But, but yeah, it's uh, I, I think as well we've got to kind of take it not just on our favourites, but on how they fit into the stories and stuff. So, where I believe, and you know, you've got Batman, Bruce Wayne's kind of got a kind of. It's almost like him and Penguin are the polar opposites brought up in different... They both were born from the same kind of people. In, you know what I mean? Like, both born by the same rich, room, yeah. But he got discarded and he got, you know, brought... Obviously, he lost his parents as well. Yeah. But whereas Joker, it is more about, like, you know, you made... He made Batman. And Batman kind of made the Joker. because yeah, and yeah. Which is a normal... You know, it's kind of interesting, though, isn't it, when you think about the two parallels, basically. That's why I think there's there's more of a sympathy towards Penguin. Yeah, definitely. Like, when I'm watching Batman beat the crap out of the Joker, I want Batman to beat the crap out of the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, it's like, oh, you know, when when Penguin chokes to death on that on that black, you know, yeah. goofy, or whatever it is. <laughs> you kind of See, feel bad for him. I one I am gonna go with the Joker by the way, but yeah, me one of too. the reasons one of the reasons I'm gonna not just because I think it is I don't think it's a better performance, I think they're both really level performances. I just think he's a better villain. Joker didn't I don't think Penguin could have carried the film on his own. Joker carried no. the film on his own. Joe Penguin needed Max Shrek and in some ways Catwoman who is kind of not necessarily a, she's kind of toes the, the you know, the line between villain and Vigilante, yeah. didn't she? Just yeah, despite what, despite what a former co-host of mine thinks. Uh... See, I, I do kind of like to think that, you know, I, I remember the Brave and the Bold episode where she kind of turned, later the, when they were older, they kind of settled the differences and settled down. Yeah. I do kind of like something about that for Batman, I think, if he was... No, I think, up... no, what I'm saying is I think yeah. that she, for most of her career, will toe the line to whatever suits her. Yeah, yeah. So if it suits yeah. her to steal something, she's going to steal something. Exactly, yeah. If yeah. it suits her to work with Batman, she'll work with Batman. Yeah, definitely. She's not an outright villain, but she's not an outright hero either. Yeah. Well, so are we giving the points to the Joker? Yeah, mine is because, like I said, you, you, you as a viewer, you have a, a higher desire to hate him and see him get his butt kicked. I totally agree, yeah. But also, I think he's far more comic accurate despite the big change he made than Penguin was. Yeah. So, 
that. And you know, it's a shame both die in the in the films they're in, but at that the same was time, the biggest cardinal sin of, of, of what Bert. You think about Hollywood movies like Die Hard, you know that kind of. The villain always died in that movies in like the eighties and nineties. So. And back in the day, I mean, comic book movies were still relatively. Uh, yeah, don't remember. Don't forget, they weren't treated kind of as. I mean, it, it technically Zod dies in Superman too, doesn't he? I know you don't see it, but he does. You know, the the villain, nuclear man gets thrown into <laughs> nuclear thing. The kind of the villain always died in 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 action movies, and there weren't a lot of comic book movies. And I believe, you know, we talked about the Spider-Man comparisons. That was something Raimi took from these that killed the villains. Yeah. Yeah. But you're never really intending to bring them back, are you, really? If you think about it. Yeah. Well, especially back then. It's nowadays, not like a series, is it? Yeah. Nowadays, it'd be different. But... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I believe now when villains do die in films, like if you haven't seen it, Romance say Honest in Birds of Prey, you know, it, it's just a one-off thing where... Like Lex Luthor went to prison, didn't he? You know, Doomsday got killed, I suppose, but he, he's supposed to die. You right. know, if you think about these villains in films, like I suppose Rachel Gould died, but then there was the whole is he immortal thing, you know, which yeah. they were playing with, and then they didn't kind of go anywhere with. But that's kind of a just a trope of its time, is what I'm trying to get. At, so, but yeah. they were still going to bring him back if they could have um, got to do it on the in some way. Batman Triumphant, I think it was. Yeah, which I think it was going to be like a dream sequence or something. Or, but, but I mean, a Scarecrow fear thing, I mean. But they were going to bring him back in Wolfgang Peterson's BVS, which was based on the continuity of the Reed films and the Burton Schumacher films. Yeah. And they were going to clone him. So they would, were have gonna find him. would have been fascinating. It, I'd love to have seen it. I'd love to see it animated now, just to see yeah. what it was like. But. <laughs> Right, so we're moving on to love interest now, and this is going to be interesting because we've got Vicky Vale, who is, she's a very nice, good person, you know, straight up. Then we've got Selena Kyle, but we kind of have to throw in that she's also a Catwoman. You can't just base it on the Selena Kyle because the whole thing's a package. And she is kind of like, you know, this Quite a package it is. (laughs) Because, you know, I just put this on now and have a chance to do it. Actually, both, both of these women are on the list. <laughs> but, I should point out that Michelle Pfeiffer, because of her role as Catwoman, is on the Hall of Fame list. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so th- this is going to be interesting to talk about because we're talking about it from a love interest perspective. So, Vicky Vale, she was kind of good for Bruce, I think. I think. Yes, but, Given their lifestyles, I don't think they'd ever work. Well, she didn't come up from Batman Returns, did she, sir? <laughs> so, uh, obviously, Vicky, um, she's kind of like Lois Lane, and she, she, she's around to find a story and that, and then she kind of... I'm trying to think when she finds out who he is, he kind of... He, he's all... In fact, That's your no, fault. That's your fault. Yeah, because he doesn't actually... Because one of the... Affair, my favourite scenes is where Bruce, uh, Batman takes her to the Batcave and he won't look at her and she's looking at him and she's got this it's almost like she recognises the mouth and she? she's like and she's, she's kind of <laughs> yeah yeah she's kind of a little bit intimidated though isn't she like she's like because she doesn't know what the hell's going on which I, funnily enough when you go to Batman Begins I kind of thought the Rachel scene kind of reminded me a little bit of of that yeah I, I can see that yeah, 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 yeah I can see that I can see that you know, and then obviously when when she does go to say to Bruce that she loves him, 
she's kind of like, he's kind of like, look, yeah, but I'll, I've got to go to work. I've got, so you can't quit being Batman. Right. And then when he try, when he gets with you know, Selena in, in the sequel, which, let's face it, Selena does the whole, I'm a nerd, I've suddenly got superpowers sort of thing. Now I'm like a goddess type thing. When he he can't be with her like as intimately because he has to go as Batman. So it's almost like both both women kind of wouldn't work with him because he kind of. Do you know what I mean? Being Batman will always be his top priority. Yeah, yeah. But then there's the same way he tells Selena we're the same. Yeah. And he's willing to kind of. And he's like, just stop this. Let's go home. You know. Yeah, yeah. Let's take him to the cops and we'll go home. And she just want to. You know. The... Yeah, I think I think because of their duality, because of their, you know, hero, not hero, not villain, mm. status. I think they fit better. Have you noticed something something else I was gonna say? You remember the scenes where he's like How could you have a woman? I'm sorry, he kinda of falls for it. Yeah. He's got that he's got something for her I don't think he ever had for Vicky. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's kinda of the way I took obviously we didn't see Vicky in those situations, but when he when he was Batman, he kinda of treat Vicky very differently to the way he treats Catwoman. Yeah. I mean, obviously Catwoman's trying to fight him a little bit, but like Bruce is you can see Bruce Wayne kind of break through sometimes when he was with her as Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, In those, you know, <laughs> those moments. Like my question that. is, where was she, you know when they were on the roof? Uh, oh, when she licks him. <laughs> no, I, it was after, it was, I, I don't know if it was before or after. Like, remember when he, when he knocks her off into the kitty litter? Oh, yeah, say by kitty litter. <laughs> my question is, where was she feeling around? Because... He was. He had some kind of smile. I'm like, where is she going with that hand? That you're smiling like that. Well, I know. I, I know the suit. She could reach around like the Joker yeah, talked about in the, the suit. Uh, the suit at the back didn't have. It was cloth at the back, wasn't it? Our material, and it's armor. Yeah. The armor's uh, kind of. At yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute. Where is she going? That you got this smile and you feel like I don't know what's going on here. But um, but I was going to say something else about um, revealing identities. The way the identity is revealed to Vicky Vale feels very much off. Like, all oh, right, that was oh, convenient. Did, did you run out of Did you run out of screen time to have a proper scene? I like when he said. I also it. like when he said in returns, "Oh, you're talking about to me about security? <laughs> oh, who's the one who let uh, Vicky Vale in the back?" You think about it. She kind of just comes in the back cave. All of a sudden, she knows. Where in returns, they have that whole line about the mistletoe that comes back around, and you think that's a, a great, very, yeah, which is great, very clever way of doing it. And then she's like, "Do we do we have to start fighting again?" <laughs> yeah, because she kind of wants she wants to give in to Bruce, doesn't she? But yeah, she just can't because she wants you know she uh, wants to kill. And I think if Max she would if he would have let her kill Mac, you know, Max Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she would have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hung it up and went with him. So on the whole, I think I'm going to say Selena Catwoman. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that as well. I do like Vicky Vale, though. I'd actually like to see Vicky Vale come back, to be honest, in some form, like in like the movies or something. I, mean, I can see it, but don't you think, don't you think, I wonder if they're going to address it in Flash. 
like it count. I mean, they are in the comic. Mm. So like, is that canon to the Flash? Because if it is, we'll find out what happened to Catwoman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually realized we're actually ten categories because I missed one off. I was supposed to pawn, and this is um, supporting characters. Okay. So we have. So we're giving the point to Catwoman on that one, aren't we? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. Batman. So supporting characters. So Batman eighty nine. We've kind of got like Alexander Knox. We're not including the love interest in this because we've done them separately. Oh, yeah. um, who else have you got? You've sort of got Gordon. You've got. I say sort of because he's useless. He's barely there. He's borderline. I think he's got. Does he have more to do in eighty nine than returns? Though that would be interesting. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got Eckhart. Borderline is there. Yeah, you've got uh, Harvey Dent. <laughs> you know Harvey Dent, who wasn't in this film because there weren't screen time for him. Harvey Dent does more than Gordon does. In- he does a lot more than Gordon does, yeah. Um, and then obviously you've got all the mob guy, and you've got Bob the Goon, who I think is brilliant. Wow. His faction figures are annoying me because his leg used to just kick up all the time, and you bend it down. It used to. You'd be sat there and just go. Oh, <laughs> uh, then you go to Returns, and you've got Christopher Walken, who, other than other than Michelle Pfeiffer, I think steals the film. You oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got his son, you know. Um, What's he oh, called like again? Chip, Chip, yeah. Chip, Chip, yeah. Go down, save yourself with his New York accent. Um, you've got the mayor. You get the mayor. You get the mayor in both films, actually. Different mayor, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's different mayor, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got the mayor. You've got Gordon again, who's more useless than ever. I think he actually, the most he has to do in any of his films is probably forever. Thanks for saving the day, Batman. <laughs> and Batman um, should turn around, yeah, because clearly you can't do shit. <laughs> Can't think who else. Who else have you got in uh, returns? Uh, Alfred in both. Oh, Alfred's in both. Yeah, he's great. He's the one constant in all four films, uh, really. Yeah. Um, God. Who else? But yeah, I, I always thought it was a shame Knox didn't come back for returns and you know, just for the continuity. Yeah. I almost wondered if it would have been in third one because I know he had some different points for because Harvey Dent was coming back for the third one, wasn't he? Originally. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe the original um, Max Shrek kind of thought was that was going to be the Harvey Dent role in the film and then they kind of twisted it and made him yeah that he would have got scarred via that kind of scenario yeah and uh, Max Shrek is named after the actor who played Nosferatu in the original well Nosferatu film yeah um, or is it a character in it actually it's something like that anyway I'm, I'm terrible at remembering stuff like that but um, obviously different kinds of um Supporting. supporting characters. I believe the characters in both films service the, the tones of their movies. I Absolutely. Would say. Yeah. Where you've got like Knox in Batman is kind of a bit of a comic relief character isn't he and a bit he yeah. kind of has a bit of a redemption though doesn't he because you kind of think he's just this dorky guy and then he kind of does actually it's get his hands dirty. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Obviously we say, <clears> I mean <throat> Eckhart's an interesting because he's a corrupt cop, and you know that was actually quite prevalent in the Batman Year One story. And you know, it's people kind of think like Bullock. He's like the pre yeah precursor to Bullock. Kind of. They should have just called him Bullock, shouldn't they? <laughs> I don't think Bullock was around. I think and the was he not series. around then? No, oh, the was, he was he creation of the animated series? Was I'm pretty not? sure. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Um, and one of the things I like in Returns is Max Shrek kind of has dealings with Bruce Wayne because one of the things these films get knocked for is Bruce Wayne, and I think. There's a lot more Bruce Wayne than you think. In, especially, especially in Returns. Return. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's actually fighting 
you know, Christopher Walken's character <laughs> Shrek yeah, because in the he business, wants, in the business, yeah, in the which is interesting to see because you don't get that in any, you, know, you don't get it in like forever. Or, I suppose there's the stuff with Riddler actually, uh, what's it called, Enigma and that, but yeah, you know, these films kind of get flack for a few things like one is detective skills and there's detective work in '99 with yeah. the you know, the chemicals and stuff, yeah, and they get knocked for no Bruce Wayne, and you're like, well, actually. <laughs> And you know what's funny about the, the just so you talk about the detective work. On the on this rewatch, I noticed you had some of the products on the. Yeah, in the cave. In the cave, <clears throat> yeah. as if to say he was testing them out prior. Yeah. To that scene. And the, you know these films get knocked for not having that element in, but they did. So you're almost yeah. like, was there just not enough of it for you? But yeah, so. I think I'm going to lean towards Returns because mainly because of Christopher Walken because I think he just kind of steals, apart from Michelle Pfeiffer, he steals the film. I would agree just because of the, the amount of screen time he had. I, I think... But he's got some great... The dialogue would be terrible coming out of the but he's such a good... He delivers it so well. Oh, he like, could got, be the only one... Yeah, I got bad be, fish to fry and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, he could be the only one that delivers that. Um... But yeah, just for the the sheer size of his role, hmm. I have to give the edge to Returns. Yeah. Plus, Alfred doesn't let Vicky Vale in the back cave in Returns, so... You know. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that's true. He actually right, assists so. Bruce with his excuse or, or you know, back and forth. <laughs> right then, so we're going to move on to score now, and this is going to be interesting because they're both by Danny Elfman and both very similar. But obviously, Batman. I think Batman's a little more heroic, and Batman yeah. Returns is very, very gothic. And obviously, you have the theme, you know, which is one of the greatest superhero themes of all time. I agree. Number two, number two, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think it's the best Batman theme in the history of Batman themes. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, Danny Elfman, <laughs> he's only got he's only got one. Theme, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Should have <laughs> Never mind the 66 thing that everyone knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, obviously, kind of, I guess it depends on which... This probably would depend on what film you prefer because the the scores, again, complement the films. You know, like... But Batman Returns, I think, Tim Burton, Danny Elfman team-ups got the started to use that kind of stuff a lot a bit too much in my opinion in like his later films the like the choirs yeah. and the you know it's great don't get me wrong I'm not, I'm not knocking it but you know, by the time you get to Willy Wonka you're like it's just a bit different <laughs> so yeah so um, what's your thoughts on both scores well I liked even like Beetlejuice I'm gonna <laughs> I like that for me Batman Returns seems like an expansion Especially the Batman portion of it, but mm. then, like, because the movie gets darker, it's almost like it's going into Batman's psyche, if you will. Mm. Yeah, I, I can see right? that. Yeah. Whereas, it Batman eighty nine is more heroic, mm. but it it has <clears throat> there are certain elements of that soundtrack. And I think this is by design that, that felt like nods to the 60s show. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. 
We should have done soundtracks because that Prince soundtrack's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a new kid in town. Um, but, uh, but this is so hard. I mean, it really—it is. is hard because my brain is leaning towards eighty-nine. I'll be honest, but I think it's because I prefer—I I, kind of like eighty-nine a bit more. But. I think you're right. I think the return score probably there's more to it. Like, as the penguin's prog- got his own theme, progression Catwoman's of the character and the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the world has gotten darker with the characters that. Yeah. Are and like you say, Batman '89, there's kind of there's almost kind of some silly themes in there as well. Yeah, where worried. it's like that doesn't fit here. No, no. Right. So. Hmm. And, and the then cow- obviously. The poly isn't as much score in '89 because there are the Prince songs. So right, yeah. I think we've got to go back and return. And the Catwoman theme yeah. is just so, like it's yeah. It's it's so like the mood of it changes. Yeah. Mid midstream, and it's like that echoes Michelle Pfeiffer's performance. I think the moment her theme really kicks in is when she destroys her apartment. When she gets the message on the phone, I think it's from Mama. Well, that just, was just... a performance and a half, though, man. Oh, brilliant! I'm, do you know what? I I was I was thinking eighty nine is going to walk this, and then it's not. I think you're right. I think it's returns. Yeah, I, I got to go with returns. I got to give yeah. returns. Oh, returns has taken the lead. Da, da, da. <laughs> now we're going to go to special effects. Now, now in Batman eighty nine, we get <clears> miniature work, which. I love miniature work. I think it's great. It's and the, maybe there's even bigger action set pieces in that in terms of like, you know, the the ship crashing, you know, in, into Gotham. You know, the ship, uh, the sorry, the Batplane. <laughs> the Batplane, you know, yeah. you, You've got the whole shooting it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then Returns, it's kind of all kind of confined spaces, like it's the, the sewers. and. But in Returns, you've got several things in, in the special effects category that Dwarf, what what I think eighty nine did in the sense that first well, of the all, the guy doing a fire stunt, that's no, a big one. Well, no, I'm not even talking about yeah, but I'm not even talking about that. What I'm yeah. talking about is the penguins. A lot of them were anim- you know, most of them were CGI animatronic, Ooh. right? Yeah, uh, the scene where the where the bat um, sub, I guess it's a, it was a sub, right? Submarine. What was that? I guess so. That vehicle. Bat yeah, well, what, is, what is that? It wasn't called? underwater, so it can't be a sub, can it? It's got to be like a bat boat or something like that, or a... I guess, oh. bat, yeah. Bat sewer, <clears throat> bat boat. Yeah, but the bat Get, boat, it, get in the dock. That's one of the best lines ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure Rick Shue is somewhere <laughs> loving that line. <laughs> I think everybody should go find the action figure of the dock and send it to Rick Shue. <laughs> I love that. As a present. Uh, uh, but uh, the um, so yeah, there's the, there's the the, the penguins which uh, we got to remember most of them are CGI. <clears throat> the makeup on the makeup on and the prosthetics on Danny DeVito. That's a good yeah, but the pro- prosthetics on Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but how much more had to go into probably true with the whole know. hands and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then then there you got to remember too. There's the scene where, after the dumb, dumb skull, uh, the, the, basically the, the, the Grace Randolph edition of the tree lighter, the, the Christmas tree lighter, 
Uh, Batman's got mental health issues, apparently. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Shocking. <laughs> he dresses up as a bat. You wouldn't say yeah. it. <laughs> well, um, Christian Bale said it. He's clearly got issues. <laughs> and, oh, yes. Warner Brothers is so worried about the Batman, Stephen, that they've given Matt Reeves more Batman work and they've given Robert Pattinson an exclusive deal. I'm <laughs> surprised Robert Pattinson, you know, after having sex uh, and getting her pregnant on the Batmobile. I thought, uh, I thought it was out. So. <laughs> Such ridiculousness. Although, if you did, if you did that, I would Do you know what, though? I think the rumours have been so ridiculous for the Batman. They've been the best ridiculous rumours I've ever oh, read. they're the best rumours in the They've been absolute, They've been hilarious. They've been like... I don't, you can't take them seriously because they're always so absurd. But yeah, so I think you're right. I think Batman returns. Uh, uh, but you got to remember when the Ice Princess goes over and Batman's gliding through the air, yeah, that's all yeah. CGI. So I got to give yeah. it to returns here. Yeah, because I'm thinking about my my head was going eighty nine again, but I was thinking of the 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 Axis Chemicals um, scene. Really, there's not a lot. Of, there's the bullet holes and there's not really a lot of special effects there. And then there's the, the there's the end, really, because the like the fight scenes are all chore- choreography. Yeah. Really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Oh my God, returns is two points ahead. Yeah, who, who would have thought? <clears throat> going into this. Right, so now we're gonna go like overall story now. So we've got <clears throat> the basically the overall stories in both are kind of the whole. So 89 is more about kind of... I suppose, what is the story of 89? It is, it, is the, it is the fall of Jack Napier in a way, isn't it? The fall of Jack Napier and the rise of Batman. Yeah, the rise of Batman. And it's almost... Because Batman's this kind of like enigma. People don't think he's real. Yeah. Kind of this legend, isn't it? This, this myth. And then right. Returns... It, hmm. Batman's well known, isn't it? Returns is about this, this you know, this silver spoon-born child who was neglected coming back to reclaim... What he thinks is rightfully his, in, in a way. So it's kind of like those are two very, very powerful stories that I think work so well. But the one thing I will say about Batman over Batman Returns is I think Batman integrate uh, Batman integrates Batman better than Returns. I think I almost feel like in Returns he's kind of just there at the same. I'm yeah. not saying that as a negative to the film because in a way Batman does react to his villains, but Batman '89 it's more about it. In a way, it does, it's kind of about him facing his parents. Batman is more of a Bruce Wayne Batman story than Batman Returns is. Yeah. <clears throat> Batman Returns, he, he, it's almost like Burton were like, right, I've set Batman up now. So now Batman can be just that, that character that comes in and faces off against the, the problems of the film. And in a way, the story of... Uh, in fact, the story, the story of um, Returns, is, it's, it's kind of Catwoman's story too. And it's kind of like, it is this kind of... <clears throat> this rise and fall and, you know... Because she in a way, she just kind of rises and she becomes Catwoman. Yeah. It's almost like rebirth in it would be, I think, a good way of. Yeah, it's a good way returns, of saying, yeah. yeah. Where ba- Batman is very much about that, you know, that 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 rise of the, these two characters and the culmination, like one has to survive, kind of thing. Batman so, is also more, I think, a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. Not that Batman Returns is confusing. Just that. There's a lot going on. That you've got three villain characters that you're following, who've all kind of got their own things going on. So yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think I want to go with Batman because I think I think simplicity in a story is definitely yeah, me too. <clears throat> more important than you know than uh, it's just better. It's just better to like it's like when I watch Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. Like I, I prefer Begins because I think it's a bit more of a simple story where the Dark Knight again there's like these characters coming together and all this stuff going on. Right. 
these separate story. I guess that's the sequel thing, then, isn't it? Really? <clears throat> yeah, I was there with so yeah, for sure. Yeah, not not oh. not with all sequels, but with an issue. So I'm yeah, I'm going Batman. I don't know what you're going with. Yeah, I'm going with Batman as well. Batman. Right, and then last but not least, we're going to go for the ending of the film. So we have the Bat in the Belfry. You know, Batman taking out the Joker, killing the Joker. <laughs> that thing laughing over and over again. You know, and then you've got the, the, the picture behind you at the very end where he's stood there with the music and... Oh, God, yeah. I love that moment. And then you've got Returns where you've got the whole, like, Catwoman killing Shrek and then he has to kill Penguin. I mean, I, I love the bit where they're fighting and he's like, you're just jealous because I'm a real freak and you've got to dress up like one. He's like, you might be right. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of that one, Catwoman stands up. Which I found out the other day was in a, a, a later yeah, edition. I didn't even it, know. It was a reshoot. I never oh knew God. that. Studio <laughs> interference, Stephen. What happened? <laughs> it's because they felt they filmed it. Have a proper <laughs> ending, didn't they? So they went back and shot it. So yeah, so you've kind of got this tease that Catwoman's still out there. So when you put all those together, what 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 for you, like ending wise, what what do you think is a more satisfying ending, basically? Okay. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> In Batman, the ending was the purpose of the ending was to show the rise of Batman and the fact that the, give the illusion that he's always out there. The story would continue. Yeah, he's the hero of Gotham. Yeah, now. yeah. With Returns, the ending promises something that never gets paid off, which it should have done because they were supposed to do the Catwoman film, weren't they? But right. they never. Uh, right, I do not like, understand why that never came to fruition. They have the they have the actress. That's one of the dumbest moves I've ever. Seen. And then it, when, by the time it did happen, because as we know, these projects go on for years, it ended up being the Halle Berry one. Which again, I think she'd have been a great cut and move. Pa- patience, script. Phillips, my ass. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so but, yeah. So what? What you know? So yeah, I, because of the fact that Batman. Basically, set out, ended in, in and <clears throat> accomplished what it set out to achieve. Basically, here's Batman, you know, the yeah. protector and the hero of Gotham City. He'll be back, you know, without telling us. You know, at the end, after the credits, Batman will <laughs> I'll return. Back. <laughs> no, Batman will return. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but whereas returns, like I said, he left me hanging, and then. Yes, there was a follow-up, but there was no Catwoman in sight. <laughs> there was no Michael Keaton, <clears throat> so it didn't really, yeah, yeah, live up to its objective. Do, or, do you not think as well that you know the the defeat of the Joker is more satisfying than the defeat of the Penguin because the Penguin kind of almost because I felt bad for him, whereas with the Joker, I'm like, well, and the Penguin kind of almost he, he opens so up and the bats come out. It's almost yeah. like he kind of caught his own death. Whereas Batman had to use. Some ingenuity to basically beat the Joker. Yeah, have the Joker get tied to the to the guard to the yeah, gargoyle. Yeah, and then, you know, but also in the process of that, he had to save himself and Vicky Vale. Yeah. So it was, there was just so much more that Batman had to physically do in '89, mm. the ending to '89, then yeah, yeah, and the returns. Yeah, because so the, the returns, yeah. Penguin basically all did you know done himself in. And so did Catwoman. You know, Catwoman was really well, a shrek. Picks the right umbrella. He's going to kill Batman, isn't he? Yeah. 
That's a fucking trick one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think 89 has got the, the edge on the ending for sure. I think it's not even got the... I think it's a miles better ending. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot better. It's not... It's not this ain't close, this, this category. This is some of the categories that this one in. So, right, we actually have... So, we're going 89, yeah? Yeah. It's a tie, five all. So, we're going to have to definitively pick based on which movie we prefer, that, which I didn't think was going to come down to this. The whole point of the scoring system was supposed to do... Maybe this is the point. Maybe we can't definitively pick one. Maybe that's the... <laughs> that might be the... <laughs> It's an easy one for me, and it's 89, because 89 is my favourite Batman film. So, And I do think it is a more satisfying film overall. Like you said, even even excluding the endings, I think they're just more... It's got, it's, I think it's got a bit of a better pace to it as well. Yeah. Than Returns. And no, Returns I, literally takes like half an hour for Batman to freaking show up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna to preface this by saying this is like... This is... This victory is based on is essentially a shootout victory, whereas the game ended up tied. And, and if if the situation had allowed for it, it would have stayed. Yeah, you know, they're both it's equal. Kind of <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. I gotta give it to the fact that Batman '89 was the first movie that I can remember seeing in theaters. It's the reason why I'm the Batman fan that I am. Mm. So for those reasons, I have to give. Batman yeah. Personal I mean, part. I've I've definitely watched eighty nine. I've watched Returns a lot, but I've watched eighty nine more than I've watched Returns. Yeah, I know that for sure. And it it's like if I watch Batman and watch Batman Returns, I never just stick Batman Returns on there. I have to watch Batman then watch Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I will just watch Batman and leave it at that. So. Yeah. So yeah, so the scoring system kind of didn't quite work out. It would have done actually if I hadn't done if I hadn't done the extra category that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. In fact, I think did that point go to return? That point went to return. So Batman would have won. Yeah. Based on that, so but that category is meant to be there, so it wasn't there. So yeah. So I like the I, fact that it was. It was. It ended, It came down to just personal preference because. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, there there's. There's great Which stuff. I don't think Superman and Superman 2 will. Then again, it might, because there were some points given in this I thought were going to go the other way. You know, I've kind of been, now that I have the, the sort of points, you know, yeah. from, I'm kind of just, before I watch the film, trying to do a preliminary, going into it, what is it? And then coming yeah, out and yeah. watching it back to back, what's it going to be? Um, but it's going to well, be... Well, Superman and Superman 2 have got less categories because the we can't do costume in that one for a start. Suit versus because it's the same suit. So I need to come up with some different things for that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I don't think we've quite definitively picked Batman, but we have picked Batman. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, I think with our based on our scoring system, it comes down to you know, like how would you vote on these these particular yeah. topics? Well, let us know in the comments. You know yeah. what. what I'd be interested to know. And I know some people who think Batman Returns is the best Batman film I ever made. So. Right, and I would never, and I would never, you know, tell, you know, first of all, it's their opinion. They could think whatever they want. If I said Batman and Robin, I probably would say you're wrong. Oh, then I'd say, you're insane. <laughs> look, you're entitled to your opinion, but two things. To be fair, wrong. we're pretty You're spoiled. wrong and you're insane. We're pretty uh, spoiled but... for good Batman movies. We've got yeah. a lot of good Batman movies, so we're... 
Yeah, but ultimately, like I said, you know, how would you vote on, on these categories? And, and, and that'll, you know, basically... I'll put them in the notes as well, so if people do want to do their scores yeah. based on that, it'd be you know that'll determine your 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 preference. Uh, and so, but uh, and who knows? Maybe once this comic comes out and sort of fills in the gaps of, you know, what would happen with Catwoman? Mm. What would happen with Billy D. Williams as Two Face? Maybe that'll change perspective if, if you add those books into continuity it, things like that do happen yeah once you know so, the full story you kind of go oh yeah things and then once we see the once we see the flash and you know if michael Keaton gives some exposition on hey, what have been up to for the last 30 some odd years you, you know then then it may it may alter the decision yeah definitely but, uh, yeah we're, we're we're interested to see uh how you would rank these categories but also um, we can't wait for the comic to start. It's going to be yeah, look forward to it. Yeah. And we can't wait to bring you our thoughts on each issue of the comic uh, when when it does arrive. But yeah. until the, but until then, that'll bring the show to an end. Um, Stephen, if people want to continue talking about uh, Tim Burton's Batman movies with you, where can they do that? Yep. So you can do that on Twitter at Steve of nineteen eighty four, and we also have a page for. As we alluded to the beginning, Adam's got 50 million podcasts uh, on Twitter also. That's at MMNPDC. Yeah, and there's also, if you want my personal Twitter, it's at Adam underscore Lease fan. But also there's the Facebook page, which if you go below in the description, you'll see the link. Click it. I'll add you to the link to the group and we can continue the conversation there. But until Batman 89 number one comes out and until we see The Flash... I want to remind you that Michael Keaton's Batman is forever. From the first time he makes a heroic entrance to the last. So long, everybody. So long, everybody.